Hey guys, so before we dive into today's episode, this episode is going to be a repost from the Dynamic Duo Lifestyle. I'm super excited to share this episode with you because it's from my good friends, Chris and Eric, and we chatted all things business and fitness. I think a lot of people don't understand everything that goes on behind closed doors other than just the fun nutrition and fitness content that you guys see, but there's a whole business side of it as well. When I first started my business, I had a lot of questions too, and I definitely made a lot of mistakes. So I know that this episode is going to resonate with some of you in-person trainers who are wanting to transition into online fitness coaching and are just needing a little bit more help. So if you guys are new here, again, don't forget to tag me at Nicole Ferry Fitness on Instagram to show me that you love today's episode. I know that this is a different type of content, and I know that a lot of you guys come here just for you know health, nutrition, fitness, competing advice, but I know that a lot of you are also in the fitness space and are professionals who are wanting to, you know transition your business to the next level, or maybe you're in college and graduating next year and not sure what you're going to be doing with your career. Again, this episode is going to be for you guys, and I hope that you enjoy. Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Cool. We are recording. All right, guys, welcome back to another Dynamic Fit Pros Coaches Corner episode. We have the amazing Nicole Ferrier with us. Nicole, how you doing? I'm doing good, guys. Thank you for having me on. You're very welcome. Now, the pleasure is all ours, and we're excited to have you on. I know you're going to deliver a lot of value. You have a lot of good stuff going on, and you were just saying, too, that you're in Tampa, and we were talking about the thought of going to uh, Universal Studios and wearing a mask in in uh, humidity-type weather. (laughs) Yeah, definitely would not be the most ideal experience. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Well, cool. Let's kick this off, Nicole. So I'm going to get right to it. So what is your your number one strategy uh, just for marketing to acquire more leads within your fitness? This coaching business that you can share with the audience. And then how, how long have you been a fit pro for yeah, too? Yeah. Yeah. So I started my business when I was an undergrad in 2015, but I didn't fully believe that I could do it as like my full-time job. I thought that this was something that I would like maybe do when I was 30 and I I'm now 25. So I decided once I got into the workforce that I find that a lot of people get underpaid and they get burnt out And I decided to just pursue it fully in 2018. So I've been full-time online coaching since 2018. Awesome. Awesome. And and what was like that self-limiting belief though, that you had to where you thought you couldn't do it full-time? I think I was just scared to let other people down, or I guess I was comparing myself too much to where it just led me to not take any action at all. Um, and also just nailing down some systems to where it would make my business flow versus feeling like I was just like running around with my head cut off. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And then what, what, what would you say your number one, like, you know, marketing like tactic is to get more like online fitness leads? What's been working the best? 
Yeah, just being really vulnerable and sharing my story on Instagram. I think that everybody has a story, but also spending time to educate. So all of my content is going to focus um, primarily on my ideal client, which is going to be a female who is struggling with a relationship with food, who has dieted year after year and is trying to find a more balanced relationship with the gym and um, food in general. So just really dialing in my content to that person, basically speaking to my past self and also just being more vulnerable. And a lot of people on social will say I'm very down to earth and that they can relate a lot with me. Love that. And do you have like a, do you have like a specific strategy with like with your content creation? Do you like just map it out like all one day or do you have it all mapped out within the month? How, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. I'm a highly creative person. So luckily I have a lot of ideas that come to mind. I will say that whenever I have an idea, I will write it down on a sticky note and then I have my planner where I will choose the day that I will post that. And I try to mix it up. I'm not going to post something just about myself every single day. I try to do something about myself and then two things that are educational and something about myself because although it's great to be educated, people also need to know who I am. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really glad you hit on like um, just using your story, right? Because that's what we tell our Fit Pro students is like your your story is like probably get your number one marketing asset you have, right? Because of the relatability and that's what people buy as coaches is relatability. And they see, you know, themselves like in your journey. And if you're able to do it, that gives them the confidence and breaks those self-limiting beliefs that they can do it too, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm glad you really hit on that. So what would you say to Nicole? Um, I'm sure you've worked with a lot of people, you know, online. So what would you say your number one, your number one retention tactic is to like really retain your clients? Mm-hmm. So my number one, I think, is just giving my clients a really good service where I'm communicating with them. Um, I do, in my coaching service, offer coaching calls, and then they also have really quick responses. So they're receiving um, a really good service from me, and I also provide my clients with community, so like a Facebook community where they're connected to me on multiple platforms, not only on Instagram, but also in that Facebook group and they hear my voice at least once a month. So just staying connected with them, um, creating a close relationship. So my clients don't just feel like my clients, but they also feel like my friends as well. Yeah. And did you say that was a weekly phone calls you do or how, how is that system? So I have different services. I have uh, a service that does weekly phone calls and another one that just does a monthly phone call. Gotcha. Very cool. And then do you, um, when did you come to that point where you were just like, okay, this is the amount of accessibility I need to, you know, have with my clients and more, more importantly, how did you get those boundaries established with your clients as well too? So there's a couple boundaries I have with my clients. Like number one, I don't want them texting my personal cell. Cause I think that when you are talking with someone on multiple platforms, communication can get muffled. So if I'm communicating with someone through Instagram DM and then email and then Facebook messenger and then text message, it's just a lot. And then that client can become, you know, a full-time job in itself. (laughs) So I have all my clients review what's called a client promise, which is going to be their expectations that they can have from me. And then expectations that I have from them as a client. So some of those expectations would be, you know, showing up for your weekly check-in, communicating with me, through email if anything is wrong, for example, travel or if someone got sick and just keeping us in the loop of things because of online coaching, the only way that we can communicate with our clients really is through email. 
Yeah. I like that though. And I like how you have like, it's like the communication form. We used to do a lot of that when we did like this solely on fitness coaching. It was like, just here's what to expect. Here's, here's a check-in dates. Here's like, you know, when we're accessible through, you know, answering questions. So I like that because you do have to establish those boundaries or else people are going to take advantage and you don't want people to like texting you or, you know, hitting you on social media, like at midnight or just like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I also have like time limits too. like, they'll send their check in. But if you're sending me a check in at, you know, 9pm Eastern time, I go to bed at 930. So I'm probably not going to get to that email. And then I still try to take one day off during the week to prevent burnout. When I first started, I would work every single day. And I found that I felt really burnt out. And um, I kind of resented some of it. But now I take Saturdays completely off. I try to not really go on social media that much. I don't really answer emails unless it's something urgent. And I find that I'm a better coach that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we did too. Like we used to do updates every single day, just let everybody just update us whatever day. And then it wasn't until we switched to like a system where it's like only Tuesday, Thursdays. And that literally put us like in that coach's mode and wear our coach's hat to where it's like, we're in full on coaching mode. Like these other days are not for like check-ins they're to work on the business and stuff like that. And then a a full rest day too, to recharge your batteries. That's super smart. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And I think it's important to batch work your task as a coach. Like you can't be doing a ton of check-ins every single day. Like Wednesdays is my creative day. That's why like we're podcasting. (laughs) Um, But I take Wednesdays as a creative day and also a day to maybe work on some programming. So programming takes time with, you know, training. Um, And again, I can't be doing check-ins all the time because that's just like having an appointment all day, every day. Yeah. And you want to give them a good quality, like, you know, update and feedback as well too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome, Nicole. Um, for the last question is basically, you know, for the aspiring online coach, you know, um, this is kind of twofold, you know, what, what is like maybe a, a really game changing tip that you would recommend? And then what was maybe the biggest lesson learned or mistake that you made that you're, you can kind of look back on and be like, I wouldn't do this or recommend this? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I did invest in a coach to help me back in 2018. Uh, her name is Alex Mazurko, and she helped me just with business systems. Also, things that people don't really talk about, like setting up an LLC and how taxes work. Uh, if you don't know what taxes are, you're going to have a nice wake-up call <laughs> when you're starting a business. But like just the important backside end that like my parents can help me with, because both my parents work traditional government-based jobs, and they didn't know anything about owning an online business. So I think investing in yourself is really important because how are you going to do something if you don't have anyone in your life that's currently doing that thing? Um, very rarely do people like know someone like in their phone that they can just call up and ask questions to. It's going to be someone who's doing those things that you want to do and doing them 10 times better. Like that's the person that you should be hiring. Um, and then also just nailing down systems. So organization's a big thing. Uh, once you get leads, that's great. Once you get people to sign up, that's great. But if you don't have like a nice check-in process, a good follow-up process, a good retention process, like you're, you're not going to keep those clients. Yeah, absolutely. And would you say right now you're still actively um, like seeking coaching from other people just to kind of just like level up in your, in your whole entire business and everything? I do a lot of just self-education through podcasts, but I do think it's important to invest when you want to take your business to the next level. So like I know for myself, um, 
whenever I'm ready to pivot, cause I've looked into getting into business coaching myself, like mm -hmm. that's going to be a whole new space for me to get into. So I need to hire someone who again is doing that because they're going to help educate me in something new. Um, no one is ever like a master right away. Like I still feel like I'm fully mastering the online fitness coaching space as I want to look into expanding my team and hiring coaches to join me and like what my mission is. But once I get to that point, I know that there's going to be something else that I'll want to get my feet in. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. And you're doing a hell of a job with it right now. And I know just like more success is coming your way. So Nicole, thank you so much for providing all this value. This is great for, you know, aspiring personal trainers, fitness enthusiasts. So where can, what can we uh, support you on right now? And where can the listeners keep up with everything you're doing? Yeah. So I'm, on mostly Instagram at Nicole Ferry Fitness. And then you guys can also get more content from me on my podcast, which is called Beyond the Bikini Radio. Oh, I like that. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So we'll have all that linked up in the show notes. So guys, go follow Nicole, see all the cool stuff she's doing. And until next time. Thank you. Okay, guys, so if you are enjoying Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would really love if you could share my podcast up on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Beyond the Bikini Radio has been up for almost a year, and you guys know that I share a variety of content. Not only do I talk about mental health, physical health, competing, but other areas too with women's health, interviewing guests, interviewing bikini competitors. If you're wanting me to continue doing Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would just love to see some love back and you sharing the podcast. It makes me so happy seeing you guys enjoy it and it gives me a better idea of what type of content you guys are enjoying and what episodes you want me to cover in the future or what topics resonated with you. So again, thank you for being a Beyond the Bikini radio listener and keep on listening.